So uh, for those that might not be familiar with what we do when in our united services, when we're all gathered together, uh, we um, hear a little bit from God's word. And then after that, we break off into different groups, um, different zones. So in that room, which we'll hear about in a, a little while, that room is a reflective zone. And then there's some creative zones all around the side of church and also in the garden and the chat zone is going to be a bit of a songwriting or lament writing zone, which we'll hear about uh, shortly. But if we could get the um, Lamentations or Taylor Swift. <laughs> Great. So we're going to play a game which uh, Linda um, found. We're going to use at Fountains later on. Um, I know... Um, Billy and Callum are just massive Taylor Swift fans, so guys, don't, um, don't spoil it for everyone else, okay? Uh, so we're going to play um, Lamentations or Taylor Swift. She cries herself to sleep at night, tears soaking her pillow. Hands up for Lamentations. Hands up for Taylor Swift. Okay. Lamentations. <laughs> One verse two. Um, your, your knives and swords and weapons you use against me. Lamentations. Okay, Nathaniel's going for Lamentations. Amy is Liz. Great. Or uh, Taylor Swift. Great. Yeah, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> my eyes are blind with tears. My stomach is in a knot. Lam- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're like a lion, ready to pounce. Lamentations, anyone? Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. Okay, I I think it's just Lamentations. Yeah. (laughs) This yearning in the deep part of my heart for you. Lamentations. Taylor Swift. This is with or without. I'll never forget the trouble, the poison I've swallowed. Lamentations? Yeah. And, oh, Taylor Swift. Lamentations. <laughs> I hope there's not that many more. Um, <laughs> but there's one thing I remember so I can keep a grip on hope. Lamentations, anyone? Or Taylor Swift? Lamentations 321. I'm aching. No past Nowhere to hide. Lamentations. Taylor Swift. I think, yeah, I think this might be Tay-Tay. Yeah. Okay. If this isn't the last one, well, it will be the last one. <laughs> All we are is skin and bone. Lamentations. Okay. Graham's quite confident on this one. Lamentations being his favorite book. Um, or Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, well done, Grace. Okay, Um, let's move to the Bible passage, Darren. And let's stand together and let's read, we'll read this passage with one another. Um, Tammy gave some helpful feedback. If we're going to read together, we have to read more slowly than I was. (laughs) Maybe I was nervous. (laughs) Okay. Um, Now, when he saw the crowds... He went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them saying, 
Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's be seated. So I'm just going to share for just a few minutes on the theme of blessed are those who mourn. So um, I encourage you to close your eyes. This is everyone, uh, children and adults, young people. And I want you to think about Jesus, to think of Jesus. It might be uh, easier to think of your favorite Bible story, favorite gospel story. It could be thinking of Jesus in the context of a meal or walking on the road. As you're imagining him, some of us are really good at building mental pictures. Others, it might be more your feelings. Um, What is his face like? What does his face look like? What are the emotions on his face? What is Jesus feeling? Is he happy at this point, or is he sad? Is he by himself, or is he with other people? And staying with your imagination, what does it make you feel when you think of Jesus? What are your emotions that come up? So let's turn to the people around us. So just for a few minutes, share what, what, what was it like? What was, what was Jesus feeling as you closed your eyes and thought of him? And what did it make you feel? So I'm sure you would have shared lots of different emotions and feelings. Um, in my little group, Laurelie uh, shared a story of um, when uh, the woman washes Jesus' feet with her tears and the, the perfume and all of the emotions that Jesus felt during that time, compassion and love for the woman and gratitude, but also anger at those people who didn't understand and who were judging, just a whole uh, list of emotions and feelings. Um, Jesus is the most human human ever. Okay, so Jesus is the most human human ever, or to name a quote from a church father, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. And the most fully alive human being who ever lived is Jesus. And so he is the glory of God. That's a theological idea. It's about the incarnation, about life in the kingdom, fullness of life, abundant life. But it's also just an observation from reading the Gospels. He seems to inhabit life at a, uh, a level of volume that few of us do. Few of us 
um, have the capacity for. Uh, I certainly don't. Um, here's two pictures. If we get this slideshow down, that'd be great. So here's two pictures. This is a, uh, a laughing Jesus with, a, I think, a wouldn't be a glass of wine, would it? It would be a pottery pot <laughs> of wine. And um, the saddest Jesus that I could find on Google Images. He is full of joy, and he is also what the Bible describes in Isaiah, the man of sorrows, acquainted with suffering. And he's, he's both at the same time, and as Laurelie shared in her little story, he's often both, not, not literally, he's often both literally in the same moment. He can hold both of these things together. Jesus' opponents accused Jesus of being a party animal. That's one of the problems that they have with him. Uh, a wine bibber. Does anyone enjoy bibbing? <laughs> um, he seems to often be the life of the party, uh, associating with people that really others feel that he should stay away from. One of my favorite verses in Luke's gospel after the 72 come back and they say all that they've seen on their mission trip and it says that Jesus is filled with joy in the Holy Spirit and he laughs and he says, thank you, Father, that you haven't revealed this to the wise and the learned but to, to the little ones, to these unlearned people who have come. Thank you, that's, that's what you're like. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Let's say this word together. Makarios. Let's say it. Makarios. Okay. So you've learned a little bit of Greek today. That's the word that's translated blessed or blessed. Um, and uh, it doesn't, it's not a straightforward translation into blessed, but there's, there's really good reasons about why we have that word in English. Uh, blessed. Probably the best thing that we can come up with. Uh, but... Um, some translations translate it as happy. So the Good News Bible translates it as happy. That's a pretty good translation. But probably the best is congratulations. Congratulations. It's like cheers as you um, uh, clink glasses at a, a family meal. Makarios. And it means, it's like, um, well, I found this out as I was thinking about this talk. Um, has anyone been to Cyprus? Yes, yeah, some people have been to Cyprus. Apparently, the Greeks would call Cyprus Makarios because it was the pleasant land, a land where everything seemed to just be well. Uh, when I went to Cyprus, I thought it was a bit of a building site, but um, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was better in the ancient times. Makarios, it's, it's a description of a blessed estate, a, a, a state where all things are well with the world, and yet, Jesus says, Makarios, congratulations if you find yourself mourning. Uh, it doesn't really fit together very clearly. just want to share a few things before we go into our zones. This saying, blessed are those who mourn, it's linked to the first saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Or if I was maybe to give a modern translation, congratulations, if you've realized you can't make it on your own. Blessed are the poor in spirit. If you've realized you can't make it on your own, that there's something in you that is broken, that you're in need, that you're hurting. And 
you have found yourself taking those things to Jesus and to join the company of the kingdom, the company of sinners who are learning to be saints, that you've realized that you suffer from the condition that all human beings suffer with. A famous Christian writer said, it's the human propensity to mess things up, that we just seem to do as humans, seem to mess things up, or as others have called sin, the Bible calls sin. The Bible talks about a kind of godly sorrow that leads to repentance. And that's partly what this saying of Jesus is about. Blessed are those who mourn, who have a sorrow about the way that they find themselves. Not just beating themselves up or wallowing in it, but a a sorrow, a mourning that leads them on a different path directed by Jesus. And I think, I know personally, that that's a way that I've really found the comfort of God, is the comfort of his forgiveness, the comfort of knowing my sins or my brokenness healed, my sins washed away. And this is, I was just chatting um, with uh, my friend at the barbers. I always have a story from my friend at the barbers. And uh, we were talking about um, the cross. Uh, and I was saying how, we were, originally we were talking about communion, and I realized how difficult it is to uh, explain communion to a Muslim friend or neighbor. It's like, well, yeah, we have the wine, but we, we, we think of it as his blood. And he's, oh, okay. <laughs> and he, and, he, and he, he said, and we were talking about the cross. He says, oh, is that why on graves there is the shape of a cross? And I said, yes. And he had no real understanding of what the cross meant. I said, it's absolutely central because it's, that's how we believe God forgives our sins. He washes our sins away. And it's in that that we receive comfort, for they will be comforted. But it's not just about me and you on an individual level. It's linked to uh, bits that we'll talk about shortly um, in a few weeks. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. What does it mean to mourn over Bradford? I do love Bradford, um, I was just on a few days on holiday this week and uh, I went swimming in Dublin and this lad said, can I, I won't do the accent, he said, can I walk with you? Because someone's just punched me in the face. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to get punched in the face <laughs> by being associated with you. And so we walk into the train station together and he said, you, where are you from? You don't sound like you're from around here. And I said, I'm from Bradford. And he says, what's it like? And I thought, yeah, what's it like? Um, and it's a real, just real mix. It's a real mix for me. I think Bradford's beautiful, but also um, there's a lot of dysfunction. I think one of the difficult things is how quickly we tell good news stories about Bradford, of which there's loads, without really dwelling in the more difficult stuff that we have. Uh, the poverty, the lack of hope and vision that things could be different. Addiction that we see around us on the streets for alcohol, but also harder drugs. And those who prey on those who are already addicts or likely to become addicts. Uh, racism, and maybe things not quite as strong as racism, but suspicion of people who are not like us, um, whether that's white British or South Asian, Bangladeshi, Pakistani. The lonely elderly. There's so many really lonely old people um, living in Bradford, young men and young women who are taken advantage of in many different ways, 
mourning over the plight of an individual young man or young woman uh, who are really struggling with their identity as they're growing up and find there's no one to talk to, feel completely trapped, potentially in a quite a conservative uh, community. Just, just feel really trapped. Blessed are those who mourn. We can find it hard to mourn sometimes, to be in a place of sadness. Notice how Jesus feels emotions. I can sometimes find it hard to feel things, um, to really feel the, the way things Jesus did. And because we've learned that to feel things can be dangerous, to be vulnerable and allow ourselves to open up can be, um, well, we've been hurt in the past, so we... We have to be very careful about who we might do that with and in what context. And this isn't often a very conscious thing. It's a subconscious thing. Uh, it's, a, it's become a survival mechanism for us. Um, we've become much more aware of trauma in recent years, I think. We've uh, been able to talk about it. And trauma is anything, big or small, that was too difficult to deal with at the time. So you just had to uh, put it on the side. It be- because you couldn't integrate it into your story. It could be very, very um, difficult things that have happened to you, or sometimes quite small things, potentially when you were a child, that you just weren't able to deal with at the time that then cause you to shut down in certain situations. Uh, and you can struggle to feel things, might feel a bit numb over some things. Part of following Jesus is to allow ourselves to open up to the whole spectrum of human emotion, which includes mourning and grieving over the difficult parts of our lives individually that we would have had growing up um, or even in the present, and also to allow ourselves to be moved by the pain of others. We'll be at different points on this journey, but I do believe that in learning to live in the kingdom and experiencing life in all of its fullness at least in the world as we know it, isn't to experience a state of heavenly bliss all of the time, you know, uh, in the midst of chaos, just whistling hallelujah as we walk down the road with terrible things happening around us. Uh, uh, life is happy, happy, happy. Happy, clappy, shiny people. It's, it's not, life in the kingdom isn't like that, at least as we find ourselves. But rather it's like Jesus seemed to have the volume turned up on his emotions and his feelings and the way he, em- he was empathetically relating to others. So to allow our, our hearts to be opened like that as well. And I, I think that Jesus does want to heal us of trauma. Again, whether big or small. Um, but I, I think seeing how this has happened in my own life and I think my observations in the life of others, that this happens slowly. <laughs> he works with us gently and over time and nearly, nearly always with others. And so getting in the line for prayer ministry over things is really, really good. I've found I've met with the Lord as people have prayed with me. But I think if I really see how the Lord is healing me over uh, my life, it's happened gently and slowly and with other people. And finally, before we move into our groups, I just want to talk about the final part of the saying, 
Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Last week, we um, celebrated Pentecost and we shared anointing with one another. Welcome the Holy Spirit as we anointed, as we were anointed with oil. Um, I really felt that I met with God. <laughs> I texted Steve Lees this week because he anointed me. I was like, Steve, I think the Holy Spirit filled me. <laughs> as you, and it's, I know it's your faith to do that, but um, and felt uh, him draw close to me. Um, in parts of the Gospels, when Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit, he calls him the comforter. The, the Greek word is the, the paraclete. I was writing that down, and my uh, reason, only reason saying that is my notes uh, auto-corrected to parakeet. <laughs> the, the parakeet of God. Um, Jesus says, it's better if I go, because then I will send the comforter, the advocate, the one who will lead you into all truth, one who will be close to you. And you think, what could be better than Jesus staying? And Jesus says, no, it's better. It's better if I go, because I will send the Holy Spirit, the comforter. There's a com- there is a comfort, I think, to be found in following Jesus. That sounds like it's like a weak thing or a crutch, but... Um, think well maybe it's even more than that maybe it's life support (laughs) sometimes this is just the sense that he's with you he's close to you even if things remain difficult there's a comfort of knowing his presence other times it comes through others that belong to the kingdom that's often the way that I felt the comfort of the spirit is wise and kind words from other Christian sisters and brothers who have ministered God's comfort to me. That's an encouragement to all of us to think, how could we be used by God in a comfort to each other in the words that we share with one another? Before we move into our groups and those, we have explanations of what we'll do. Um, We're going to sing together. So if the band could get up. Um, And we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to do two things with us as we sing this song, which is a kind of modern lament. Um, We're going to ask him to open up our hearts so that they would be expanded but also softened. I think think that's one of the things the Holy Spirit does. We can very easily get hard hearts and small hearts. And we're also going to invite the Holy Spirit to be a comfort to any things that we find ourselves mourning about, grieving. Could be about the situation of our own lives. Could be a friend or family member. Or could be Bradford, Frisinghall, the things that you see around us. And just, just say, Lord, this makes me really sad. So let's um, stand together and I'll invite the Holy Spirit to come and be with us. And, it's, and children, I think, I think this is even more so a great opportunity for you to engage and young people um, the Lord wants to meet with you wants to um, open up your hearts as well so let's stand together and we're just going to sing this song Holy Spirit I pray that you would come and meet with us now in the name of Jesus Lord would you open up our hearts help us to lament and Lord would you be our comfort Come, Holy Spirit.